Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. I have a few things to share with you today. The first thing that I would like to tell you about happened, I guess, a while back, maybe 10, 12 years ago. There is um, someone, I'm going to call him Jimmy. So Jimmy used to be into this uh, type of hardcore heavy metal music when he was younger. And he says that some of this music was kind of uh, demonic. Some of the words and some of the things that they would say were on the demonic side. And one day his mother told him, why don't you stop listening to that devil music? And he told her, I like devil music. I'm the devil and all this stuff. You know, sometimes teenagers can be that way. So um, after all of this, and he continued listening, he says that one night he went to sleep. He was in his room. He was going to sleep. And all of a sudden, he heard his closet door creaking. It would make a creak when it would open. And he said he heard the familiar creak, and he looked over, and the noise stopped, but he noticed that it was a little bit open. Well, he didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it, even though he was wondering, why did I leave that open? And uh, he didn't think so, but anyways, he just kind of like played it off a little bit, and he started going to sleep again. And he said he heard it again, and he opened his eyes. He didn't pick his head up, but he opened his eyes, and he saw that that door was three-quarters of the way open now. So he got pretty scared, and he just put his covers up a little bit higher. He says that he started going to sleep again, but all of a sudden, the door opened the rest of the way because he heard it bang onto the side of the wall when it opened. And all of a sudden, he heard what sounded like little feet running around his room. He said, we had hardwood floors all through the house. And he could hear these feet. He said, it was like they were going from one side to the other even under his bed. So he was so scared, he said he could hear his heart pounding in his head. So he made a decision. All the while, these feet are running. He said, I made a decision that I was going to jump out of bed and I was going to get the heck out of there. So he throws the covers off, jumps out of his bed, opens the door and runs out of his room. He didn't want to go back in there. And he didn't want to tell anyone, especially his mother, after the statement that he had made to her. So he went down and went to lay on the couch for the rest of the night. He didn't want to go back in the room. So the next morning, when the sun was coming up, before anyone got up, he went back into his room the closet door was closed and nothing was turned over or messed up in his room. He opened the closet. He looked around all over the place. He said there was no, not a hole, not a crack 
not anything. But yet, he is like, I know what happened. I know what I saw and what I heard. And he never forget the worst part about it. He says for him was that those feet ran under his bed. So after that, he decided that probably one of the reasons that this happened is because of what he said to his mother. He said, I just had a feeling that I opened something, let something in, and it came into my room. So he stopped listening to that music. He doesn't say who the band was or exactly what he was listening to. And he stopped. And he said, I had to move my bed to a different location because the thought of those feet under my bed just creeped me out so bad. So when he moved his bed to a different location, he said, because of the hardwood floors, there was, you know, a little bit of dust under his bed. He said, in that dust were prints, but they didn't look like feet. They looked like chicken feet. Oh, yes, that's enough right there. Imagine that. So that is what happened to him. He doesn't go on to say that anything else happened or accelerated, but that is his experience. I I don't know, guys. I think of the way feet sound running and then, ooh, I got goosebumps to see chicken feet like that and underneath in the dust. I just, uh, that is a lot to handle right there. Okay. The other one I want to share with you is there was a there's this girl and she says that she was at the mall and decided to go to the food court to get a soda and to go and sit down and go on her phone whatever. So she says I went to get my soda. I went and I put it down on one of the tables and I was getting my phone out of my purse. I felt like someone was staring at me. So she looks up and across the way a little bit, she notices this guy. He was looking at her. She said he had dark hair. He was wearing dark clothing, not a big deal. She said, but his eyes were totally black. He didn't have any whites of his eyes at all. Totally black. He wasn't wearing glasses, so she could see exactly what his eyes looked like. So she says that he spoke to her, but he spoke telepathically. She doesn't say what he told her, but she told him also telepathically. You are not welcome to contact me or to speak to me telepathically or any other way. And then she just continued looking at her phone. She said, drink my soda. 
She says she wanted to get up and leave. She said, I, well, I was trying to tell myself, it's just my imagination. This guy isn't communicating me, with me telepathically. This is just me. She was trying to console herself because she really wanted to get up and run. So when she got up, started getting her things together, she said he contacted her one more time and she told him, I'm not leaving because of you. I'm leaving because I'm finished here. And I told you, leave me alone. You are not welcome to contact me. And she said she picked up her stuff and she walked. She said the other strange thing about this guy is that all the time that he was there, he never seemed to change his position. He seemed to be sitting so straight, just frozen like a statue. He didn't seem to be animated in any way. So what was that, she asked. Alien, demon, what was it? I don't have an answer to her question. One of the reasons is because it could be either. These type of things have been known to be demonic. They have also been known to be alien. And as far as his eyes being black, I can't use that to base my decision on because there are things that are out there that you can use to make your eyes all black. Like people do this for Halloween or all white and stuff like that. Like some sort of contact thing, whatever. I don't know. They use it, I guess, for the movies and what have you. I'm not saying that that's what happened, but I know that those things are possible. They're out there to use. The fact that she mentions uh, telepathic communication is what does it for me. Of course, we can make up stories all day long, but we, we also know that these things have been known to happen. So I would have to say, given my whatever I know about this, I would have to say I would think that it's more on the alien type of uh, deal. But I can't say for sure. But that's just the way I lean towards the, the alien type of encounter. And also, he was there at the mall where there are many people. And not to say that it can't be demonic, but it just seems to me that it would be more alien. Even though it may not seem like it's anything big to us. But we have to ask ourselves, how would we feel? If that happened to us, you have to have the ability to empathize. And I know that me personally, if I would have some sort of experience like that, it would shake me up a little bit. Okay. The next one I want to share is, um, there's the, okay, there's a woman and she's a runner. So she was running along a path where it's not in a neighborhood, but it's not in a rural area. It's like outside 
a neighborhood. And there are many trees, many bushes. Part of it is a dirt path. Okay, so she was running. As she's running in this direction, she sees a man who is coming, like approaching her. He's walking. He's dressed in all black. Why are these things always dressed in black? So this man is dressed in all black. And he had something covering his head. I don't know if he had a hood over his head or if he was wearing a hat, a baseball hat. But he had a head covering. So as she's running and gets closer to him, he suddenly drops down on all fours. This, I'm told, happened later in the day, but not evening. So I'm thinking probably about 4 o'clock. He drops down on all fours and starts barking and howling like a dog. So she slows her pace, but she keeps running. She's going to go wide of him. He's, she's going to still stay on her path, but she's going to go a little bit wide so she doesn't have to get too close to him. But from out of nowhere, she says, out of nowhere, what looked like small children came and started started kicking him. She says, as they were kicking him, they all started laughing, including the man. She had no choice but to run by them because she was on her way home. She was finishing her run. She says, the laughter, the voices were strange, she noticed. And as she ran past them, she also noticed that they really were not children. They were just small stature, the size of children, but their faces were grotesque and contorted. And they all continued laughing and kicking the man even as they looked at her and made sure she saw their faces as well as the man. He was on his hands and knees laughing but looking up and looking at her. So she said, I have never heard that strange sounding laugh and those faces. I can never get them out of my mind. Now, what was this, guys? I, I'm trying to picture that scenario. And just the thought of it. I, I mean, I'm trying to picture the type of uh, area that she was in. And there are quite a few of the type that uh, she describes around where I live. And that, to me, is um, that's pretty darn creepy. Okay, the other one that I've got here is um, 
This is someone who says um, she wears what we call a forever necklace. She never takes it off. She never removes it. So she was sleeping one night when she had what we call an encounter with the night hag. A lot of people might call it sleep paralysis, but um, I, I anyways, I call it the night hag. So she has this um, night hag experience where she felt something pressing down on her body. She couldn't speak, she couldn't scream, she couldn't cry out, she couldn't do anything, she couldn't move. So that lasts for a certain amount of time. And then after, when this encounter was over, she just kind of lay there and regroup and, okay, it's over, and um, attempted to go back to sleep. So in the morning, when she gets up, the first thing she noticed is that her necklace was gone. Because when we sleep with necklaces, a lot of us, we notice that the, the front part of it, whatever it is that we're wearing, like a cross or something, will be in the back. And uh, we'll have to like push it around to the front and fix our necklace. Well, hers was gone, even though she never ever takes it off wasn't on the floor or anywhere. And she says, I kept clutching at my neck area, but it was gone. She went to look in the mirror. It was gone. She looked on the floor. She looked everywhere. She can't find it. So she's going to go look for it later on. But in the meantime, she's going to make up her bed and start cleaning up her room. All the while, she's wondering, what in the heck happened to that thing? Did that entity take it? Where could it have gone? So she found it underneath one of her pillows. She said, but it wasn't broken and it wasn't apart. It was still closed, still clasped shut. So how did this happen? How was this, how was this possible? Are these things able to remove something like a necklace that's on your person? She had one of those round circle clasps. It wasn't a lobster claw. It was a round circle clasp. A lot of people have um, a problem opening and closing those things. So for an entity to be able to do that would really be something. I don't know how this is possible. I don't know how you could have that experience or not even an experience at all and find that necklace like laying next to you still clasp that is really something that is um really difficult to explain i have no explanation for that i have heard similar stories but in some of them the necklace is broken but still clasped shut even though the person who this happened to didn't have any wounds or any type of broken skin. Like if someone broke the chain or yanked it off of the person. But I have heard similar stories, but not exactly like that. 
Either way, that is very mysterious. And it makes you wonder. Are, it seems kind of far-fetched, but is it possible for something like this to happen? To me, that would mean that this, whatever you want to call it, this entity really has a physical, really has a mass to be able to unclasp that, take it off of the person, and then close the clasp back up and set it down somewhere. It's a little bit more than I actually can believe could happen, but I can't rule it out. It almost says to me that maybe it wasn't an encounter, maybe it was really somebody, but even though it doesn't sound like it, it sounds like an encounter with the thag. Very strange. These all happened. They didn't happen this year. But all of these stories that have been submitted have happened in October. And there is something else that's going on. Now, this story was submitted to me by someone who did not want to name the location that they are in. So I don't know where this is happening. But apparently, in whatever place this thing is going on, there are some people who know that they cannot go out after dark. So I guess... To me, it sounds like it may be in a more rural type of area or an area where there are not, it's not heavily congested with houses and with people. But it was told to me that at night there have been I guess, for lack of a better word, reports in this area of huge or big bird-looking creatures that have been seen taking coyotes. I, um, I ha- don't think I've ever seen a bird big enough to pick up and carry away a coyote, that would mean to me that this bird is capable of picking up something the size of a German shepherd. So with that being said, we're talking about an animal that weighs 100 pounds, even 90 pounds or more. I don't think a bird could do that. Pick it up and carry it away. So wherever this is happening, this person doesn't elaborate. It's, I don't even know, like, if this is a male or a female who's telling this story. 
but apparently this is going on. So the people in this area know not to go out after dark because if there is something around there that has the capability to pick up a dog that weighs that much, maybe it can do the same thing to people. I see, I'm telling you guys this, but I don't know if this is really happening. I'm not calling this person out and saying that they're lying. But I personally cannot vet this. I don't know where this is supposed to be happening. But I also, whether it's happening or not for reals, I also can't say that I think it's impossible. Because after hearing about strange flying cryptids like Mothman and some of these other things people have reported seeing, it is a possibility that some of these type of creatures could, in fact, carry away something that size. So, I'm just um, telling you about some of the things that are submitted to me. And supposedly, this is happening right now, like these days, this month. I don't even know how long this has been happening. I don't know if it just started or if it's been going on. I'm going to see what I can find about this to get into it or to try to get into this a little bit more. But while it sounds kind of outlandish to me, I, I really don't think it's an impossibility. So I'm going to look into it, see what I can dig up. Okay, in the meantime... I may have mentioned this maybe last year that uh, there are, well, there are certain cemeteries where there are things happening there that cannot be explained. And uh, it was brought to my attention a while back that there is something going on in a cemetery that is not too far away from where I am located. So we are going to go out there this Wednesday and take a look. There are just so many reports from people who work there, who have worked there, who are all pretty much saying the same type of things. They have all had the same types of things happen to them. So it's really, I guess it's really not a secret. As well as I was speaking to another investigator who told me, about this and about this particular place. And he said, oh yeah, a lot of, a lot happens out there. So, um, I was telling, I was talking to Victoria a couple of days ago and she said, we, we really should go out there and take a look and check it out. So we're going to be doing that this Wednesday Afterwards, I'm going to um, let you guys know 
what if we've got anything see what's going on out there, see what's happening. Hopefully, there will be some workers out there maybe we'll be able to talk to also and um, see what they have to say if they were are um, willing to speak to us. So um, this I will be reporting um, back to you guys on Friday because I won't be able to come back on until Friday and then I'll have some more things to tell you about. But just remember, all of these things that I told you all happened in the month of October. The last one I know is supposedly happening these days. And like I said, I don't know when it started. I don't know how long it's been happening. So I'm going to um, attempt to dig and see what I can get. Yeah, a little bit more information about that. All right. So anyways, um, thank you so much for joining me. I really, really do appreciate it. And I will be talking to you again soon. All right, everybody take care. If you have anything that you want to submit, any experiences, even anything that maybe someone has told you and you have permission to, to talk about it, you can always contact me and let me know. Maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. I really love hearing from you guys. It's always fun and interesting. So take care, everyone. Ciao.